and we're live. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Nigerian Sports Fan Podcast. I'm your host, David. Yes, don't forget that. Um, it's been a nice weekend, a weekend of derbies, a weekend of rivalries. Um, the um, not the not the derby between Liverpool and is literally technically a derby though. The, the derby between Liverpool and Man United um, ended. In a very sweet manner, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> the uh, derby between PSG and Marseille ended nil-nil, and um, there was a red card to Hakimi, Hakraf Hakimi, in that game. And um, I think there was even for that game. You know that game is quite um, feisty between the fans. There's always, there's always, um, it's always a kind of little brawl sometimes. So both sets of fans, they're really passionate about it. And I think there were reports of not allowing PSG fans going to certain sections. I don't know how, how the story how the story was like though. But on a, also um there was another um derby that happened. There was a London derby though but then again it's sports West Ham but anyway this is like the clown this is like the clown derby amongst the rest ones I want to mention. Then there was a classical beautiful and um Real Madrid won again <laughs> again they won but um Spurs, like I said, Spurs lost again, again because they lost on Thursday. They lost against them, Vitesse and them, and they lost. So Spurs are literally the only. I've seen the Spurs. This was a little team I know where they would rest the entire team for a league game. They will lose that game and they will lose the league game. Ah, my guy, listen here. Let me just get into this episode and we'll just see. How, I'll just, I'll just literally release all my energy into my episode. I'll just. Ah, I'm so upset. I'm so I'm so pissed. But anyways, let's delve into this episode. And yeah, so let's start with the Liverpool, the Liverpool and Man United game. Now, going to that game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> listen, listen. Going to that game, um, a part of me wanted my head to win because I wanted all in the job. The other side of me said, no, Liverpool should slap my United because, I mean, it's my United. Now, either way, I would have been happy. Anyhow the result went, I would have been happy. It's such a sweet position to be in. If United won, Oli, United fans would delude themselves and back Oli again. If Liverpool win, they will be miserable and you will have a lot of fun all through the weekend. So either way, I'm gonna be happy. But I would have preferred my to even draw at least so that only will stay in the job. But now his position is becoming even more untenable. <laughs> so um, the game started and there was some tweets like there was no money, no no this so one is my gold bridge too. They were like, oh, there's no money, there's no Fabinho, and there's no at what did that play wow, my United could win this game. Oh, really? Somebody tweeted and said one uh, United round for them, UG, right? He said um, Ronaldo and Salah. I said Ronaldo is always going to take the spotlight uh, in the game where Salah is. He said, Bet this. I said, Oh, wow. Both bets. I liked it. It was quite funny. And the game started. The game ended. Salah scoring a hat trick. Liverpool running riot. 5 new. They clapped my United like a fat ass. <laughs> they clapped United like a fat ass. <laughs> they clapped them. See, Listen, it's it's not really every day you get to see United get clapped 5-0 at home. Now, yeah, they lost 6-1 last season to Spurs. They lost 6-1 to Manchester, yes. But in front, they lost this in front of Fergie. 
one so Liverpool, right? See, losing to Spurs, eh? Might just losing six one to Spurs might not be as big as Liverpool. And not only that, Salah scored a hat trick at Old Trafford. My guy, it's and and can we talk about Salah, right? Can we talk about Salah? Can we give Salah his flowers? Because Salah is at his peak of his powers. He's, he's in 29-30, right? He's at this level of his career where he can do almost anything now. You, you know, you know, Suarez levels eh, at Liverpool back in 2013, 2012-13, 13-14 season. That's Suarez levels that we saw. Eh? Salah is looking like he's going because at this rate, this guy's gonna win the Golden Boot. He scored a hat trick yesterday. He's not stopping. He's not slowing down. He's stronger. He's fast. No, I'm gonna say he's, he's fast. He's fast. I don't know if he's faster. I don't know if I would say he's faster, but he's a lot more smarter. His football brain is more, more, is much higher. His IQ is increased. Salah is doing this at a higher level now than even before. That season he scored 31 or 32 goals in the season. 32 league goals. This guy is on course to score 35 this season. You get me? because he's scoring for four. maybe his early season form. I don't know, but. The way he's feeling now, there's fire in his boots and he's going. And and then there are talks that Liverpool have contract issues with him. I'm like, seriously, you guys have to give him what he wants. Because now it's because now if it was now, his demands probably even increase because he knows that he's even he's even on a higher level. And he's outperforming every other player in the world right now. So at the moment, he is the best in the world. At the he's the most informed in the world at the moment. And if this season ends at this rate, the way it's going, at this rate, he picks up some trophies, some silverware. At this rate, we could end up seeing Salah being on the Ballon d'Or podium. I'm not saying he will win it, but you know, the conversations will be had. If, if, especially if Benzema is being touted as the one who could win it, then sorry, then we have to keep probably put Salah in that bracket because as he stands, he's really, really doing it. Now, Ronaldo was so frustrated yesterday. The guy had a key, he kicked Trent. <laughs> Man, Ronaldo, I'm sorry, but the power got sent off. So I think Pogba came on, then he got sent off. <laughs> and they said he was a fault for the fifth goal. And I see uh, Pogba. I see uh, after some years later, I don't I don't know. Uh, listen, you know Pogba really literally technically had issues with Mourinho. Sorry, not technically, he had issues with Mourinho. Probably even led to what Mourinho was. And even when Mourinho got sacked, Pogba released that tweet where he it was it was a diss, like a sneaky diss. I don't know how to describe that tweet, but his his arms were his palms were together, right? Like he's praying. Then he turned to the side with his eyes and his sneaky smile. He was smirking in that picture. So it was more of like it was coincidental. Mourinho got sacked and he released that. So everybody said, "Oh, this tweet says a lot." Well, a cryptic message, and a lot of fans were egging him on. And I'm seeing United fans attacking Pogba. Like, Wait, if you enabled somebody for doing what particular thing, so I was obviously wrong some years ago. Don't be upset. If he does the same thing again to a manager, you probably like a lot of United fans like Oli, and I wish and I wish that they still continue to believe that Oli can do it right, do the job. I be, I I hope they continue to believe that, because is <laughs> it good for the rest of the league? We all know United will not win anything with Oli in charge. We all know that, and the fact that they believe he can is enough. See, I, I said this before. I said they should have sacked Oli after that Europa League game final against Villarreal for losing that final. They should have sacked him. But they gave him a new contract I'm going to trust the process. They gave Philan, they gave Michael Carrick a new contract. They gave new contracts to everybody. Well done. They're doing an opera win free. You get a new contract. You get a new contract. You get a new contract. You all get a new contract today. <laughs> I'm so happy that Oli is in charge. And now they play sports next week. As a sports fan, listen to me, Premier League, the rest of the Premier League, the all, all 18 of you Premier League teams, listen. For the good of the league, we sports, sports are ready. Sports will be ready to likely be ready to even 
help Oli stay. You know, they'll probably give Oli the point so that United fans will take his back <laughs> if that is the way. Because <laughs> I know it's more funny. I don't even trust us to win that game because I saw them against West Ham. They were horrible. They were disastrous. Right? Yes, they played okay. No, they didn't play okay. What I'm saying, the first time yeah, they were okay. I was okay is the word. But what I'm saying, okay. When I see the word okay, it's like an okay with a sign of yeah, okay. It was annoying. The front line was horrible, and then the derby was drab, right? Then the goal conceded. It was inevitable, yes, because Spurs were supposed to be to, to beat West Ham, yeah. But the, the goal conceded was inevitable because when Spurs don't take their chances, these teams will take one chances, and then they will lose one nil. Michael Antonio scored, but the manner of the goal concerned is what annoyed me. Hurricane is at fault for it. I know people will say Reggion, maybe Reggion probably left the ball to go past him. Fair enough, but I'm sorry. Um, Kane is at fault for this goal because Kane was one marking. Yes, let's can blame Reggion, but the final blame goes on Kane. Kane was marking Michael Antonio, right? And you know this kind of deal, it was it, it clearly didn't show. I, like I said. Uh, it, I've said before that Kane is literally gone mentally from sports. Trying to bring him back to sports is difficult. The goal conceded. It was so he didn't really. He was holding on to Antonio, right? Then he left him. You know, he didn't hustle to get in front of Antonio to head the ball. And people will say, "Oh, Kane is not a defender." I'm sorry, but last season I remember Kane going on the line. I remember him putting his body on the line, sliding tackles. There was only one game when I think you see his West Ham supposed to three 0 up the first half. And West Ham had a shot, and Kane was, you know, slid in front. So Kane was doing this. So, and the attitude in that game yesterday was, it was bad. His attitude was bad. His body language was bad. This comes back to sports. Now I want to talk about sports, right? I really want to take my time and talk about sports here now. I just want to calm down because a lot of things I have to see. Sports. This is listen to me. This is how to destroy a club. Courtesy of Daniel Levy. This is how to destroy a club. Without, like, if you don't know, this, this is why people who know things, someone like Daniel Levy, if Daniel Levy was, if he was the one that was hiring Daniel Levy, if Daniel Levy hired himself, he would have fired himself by now, he would have fired that, that is, as an employee, he would have fired that person by now. That's to show you how incompetent he has been. And the fact that he has kept his job, yes, takes a backseat decision, but the damage he has done is so bad that he has to spend a lot of money to correct them. I know a lot of fans want to come here and say, oh, let's not. Let's not um, buy the league. I'm sorry, but you probably have to buy the league because the squad is so bad and you have to take a loss on many of other things because listen, if you make stupid decisions, you will have to take your loss, take your L and do a lot of things to correct to correct them. That is what you will do. But look at sports. They, they are hoping to still make profits on a failed players that are not working out. I've said this for it again. Okay, I, I don't want to say it again, but I'm tired. Daily Ali and Winks, right? All these other players, Dias, all these, all these multiple players in the squad, uh, Lucas, all these players that are in the squad, plenty of them, majority of them should not be here by now. Should have been gone, should have been sold by now. Majority of them should have been sold by now. If they were sold at the right time, you would have had enough money to reinvest in other areas and rebuild. You have to you keep your squad motivated and you keep everybody on their toes that they can they will not be able to stay if they do not keep their levels up. Daily Ali, Harry Winks, Davis, or aka Steady Eddie, um Dyer, you know, um, um who's the person? Um Clark, Bergwine, all these players are mentioning, right? I, I forget I'm, I'm forgetting somebody, I'll remember eventually. Loselso, you know, Dombele, these guys. The reason why they constantly play as bad as they, they will, they continue as bad as they are, the reason why they constantly play bad is because they know, even, even Kane, I'll put Kane in that list too. The reason why they put because they know that 
Okay, I won't put Kane. Let me, let me leave Kane out for now because Kane's one is quite different. I'll talk about Kane. But usually these players put in bad performances consistently. It's because they know that even if they play badly for two years, they will still be at the club taking up wages, right? Taking up wages, living in London. They know they will still have this. They have that. Sports are probably the only big six club in quotes. Big six in quotes that will give them that kind of luxury to do that. At Chelsea, they would have been sold long ago. After the first three, five, six matches, they would have, have been them long ago. Daily Ali, the minute Chelsea, if Daily was a Chelsea player, immediately they sense that he's dropping. They will sell him immediately. Mason Mount right now is playing well at Chelsea. I scored a, I think he scored a hat-trick against Norwich last weekend. But if Mason Mount ever drops in his levels, yes, he's not producing right now. Yes, he's not. Obviously, he scored, yes, but he's not really... Um, going forward, he's not prolific, right? He's not that kind of player. I don't even know what Mason Mount is, honestly, because I don't know what he is. But the point is, whatever he's doing now, he's working. The minute it stops working, they will not hesitate to bin him. They will not remember that he scored a hat-trick against Norwich some years ago or he was key to the Champions League win. Nobody cares about that. The minute they sense a little bit of decline, you are gone. So, looking at Spurs, you know, these players, they know that if they play very poorly, they will still have a chance to stay. Dele Ali is, for me, is three years or four years too late. To, like, four years too like past his stay, overstayed. Yes, overstayed four years already at sports. What do I mean? I mean, he should have been sold in 2017 or 2018 World Cup. Around that period when his stock was high. Let's say 2018. Should have been sold. Let's say three years. Three years. Should have been sold by now. You know, although it was bad around that period though, before that 2018, around that, because he had a very, he didn't really play very well at the World Cup 2018. But at least, but the thing is, we, we, what I'm trying to talk about is that he was one of that he should have been really, I mean, gone long ago. You know, all these players, they know that they would get away with the very proper fans because they will have fans who will defend them and they have a club who dis- who wants to make profits on every single player. And that's why you would call exorbitant amount of money for these players because you want them, because you believe that other clubs, because you delude, you're you so delusional to believe that other clubs would want to sign them for that amount that you are calling because you probably think it's three years ago. So yeah, okay, let me cool off. Let me cool off a bit. Let me cool off a bit. See. The goal comes now. Hurricane this summer, this last summer that just passed, Hurricane should have been sold. I agree. Now, this is the thing Man City, Man City were out of order and how they acted. I will still maintain that. People could blame sports for not saying Hurricane that sports were stupid. True, maybe hindsight is a wonderful thing. But let's be real here. Man City were offering far below his valuation. Okay, Man City offered, I think the first one they offered was 85 million pounds, then plus 15 million pounds add ons, right? Or I think it was it's five million pounds and first refusal on the other on Laporte Sterling. So it means that you even if you would have this stop up cash to buy Laporte and Sterling, I'm like no, that's not a good offer. And I agree for transport I reduced that offer. I think they offered another hundred. Was it once? I don't know, but they didn't offer 130 of whatever they were talking about. They did not offer those amounts of money. So meaning that they probably they, what when they, that whole transfer saga. What they probably did was they probably said okay. Let's offer him some money. Let's let's probably turn his head. Like he did to like he did to Kyle Walker, right? They turned Kyle Walker's head. Let's turn his head and uh, make them after turning his head, try and make him force a move and down tools. And then we we'll make him we'll sign him to we'll sign him for a cheap. It didn't work with Kyle Walker though, because they still paid the record fee for Kyle Walker. Yes, that was back in 2017. Or 20, 2017, yeah. They still paid the record fee record fee for Kyle Walker. Or 2017. 2017, yes, they simply record for a worker, so you know that 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 didn't mean anything. But let's, but you know, but 
Walker had the balls to do those kind of things, to, to draw down tools and all that, right? Kane didn't do it. Kane could not. I think he tried at first with that his um, overstay in, in, um, when he went on holiday. Then he came back and he missed the first few matches. But this is this, this is the thing. Eh? Kane probably did it and chicken that and he didn't finish it. Then Mansty kept offering. That was Mansty kept offering a low amount of money that Spurs were. Didn't even offer what Spurs wanted. And this is the thing. Eh? I know people will easily say, oh, it's Spurs. Spurs should have sold Kane. Maybe. But I will say it again, I said the beautiful thing. For that amount of money, 100 million pounds that people were asking for, Spurs could still probably get that amount of money for Kane. I don't know if they will, but they could. If if, if his form picks up, maybe he scores a certain amount of goals. I don't think they will get that amount of money though, 100 million pounds at this rate, because the way he's so bad now. And there's no football fan, right thinking football fan that didn't see this coming. Okay, from Kane. He's not interested. He's not. I don't care how you write a long Twitter post on your... And to the fact that last weekend, just to see the way these fans were celebrating, like, oh, you can doubt, you doubt us, you doubted Kane all along, you don't deserve him, I'm like, wait, for making an observation and actually saying it, so I should see something and not talk. And I don't have to talk about how, you know, I've, I've like I said, I've talking about, my list, if this is my previous episode, you know I'm actually talking about um, Kane before and I've actually been a fan of Kane so it's not even really a big deal in fact I'm, a, I'm extra critical of Kane you know doesn't mean that I hate Kane or anything but the fact that these fans would actually openly say things like oh Kane is oh Kane is back finally I'm like wait Newcastle were like 19th for a reason they're the poorest they're one of the worst teams in the league in the league sorry so they are they should be they are where they are at you know they for a reason <laughs> they are where they are currently at at for a reason so sports are expected to even beat them so when you see the comments that I do, so I'm like, okay, fine, celebrating. So I told you guys the players went to leave. They're making. I kept quiet. I played a long game. I split on. I split on my. I say it. I'm not trying. I, I hope I'm wrong. Like I, said, I hope I'm wrong. But Kane is already mentally ch- checked out from Spurs already, and I mean, and, and mentally he's checked out to bring him back to Spurs. You know, for him to perform at that same level, it's gonna be hard. And this is where the stupidity of the club comes. Where we have to handle the stupidity of the club. Signing another player was well, signing another striker, whether Kane stayed or not. I think I tweeted this out. I said Spurs should sign another player. I said it, yeah, I said it. I remember the tweet. I said, well, regardless of if whether Kane stays or goes, Spurs should sign another striker. Whether he stays or he goes doesn't concern anybody. They should sign another striker anyway. Sign another class striker. I maintain this point, but no, you know, Kane is gonna stay, right? Okay, he stays. I said, what if I said this? I said, what if Kane? doesn't perform that level. I remember I had a conversation with one guy and that guy is a big Kane fanboy. He was like, oh, don't worry. He would never do that. Really? I mean, wait, 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 wait. The same fan base, we all genuinely, we all um, collectively agree that Harry Winks is a horrible footballer. But Harry Winks is a sports fan, right? So, because he's a fan of the club, automatically means that he will not down to, automatically means that he will not um, play poorly. So it means that his footballing ability becomes becomes different because he's a sports fan. Should I mention all the players that are fans of sports? Jimmy O'Hara is a sports fan, but with an awful, awful, bang average footballer. Should I go on? I mean, come on, man. Let's not do this. Okay? There are many other players that were sports fans that were horrible. So I don't understand how him being a sports fan would probably mean that he will never down to. If you have mentally checked out of something, you will. I mean, look at it. We're all sports fans, but we literally abuse the club regularly. If you love sports, as you, the guy who love people talk about sports like you can't, like you would not be saying any bad thing about the club. Sports did not do do the, do the right thing by Kane, and 
I can, I'm trying to make a case for him here. You know, I can understand his position, but I'm not going to accept that this is. I'm not. I understand why he's doing like this, right? I understand his position. I understand the mentality, but it's not acceptable because the wages that he's being paid, the wages he's being paid, is because of his talent that he has. That's why he's being paid. So it's it's not ethical for him to not perform at the level that he's expected. If it, if it was at a factory, they would, would have sacked him long ago. But football is a very different world. The way it's operates. Like I said, Kane should have... But Kane was very poor. He was awful. And let's talk about Nuno. Nuno! I mean, see, if you listen to my life before, you know I'm Nuno out. I'm Nuno out. I'm not even sugarcoating it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even hiding about it. I've been, I've been Nuno out since the game against Crystal Palace. That's when I knew, nah, this guy's not good enough. Never. Get him out. It's not good enough. That Crystal Palace game was enough for me to know. He told me all I needed to know about the guy. I'll talk about it again. The first, when I look at New Crystal Palace game, the first half was horrible. Sports had zero shots. He put Dele on the left wing, put Kane centrally, and put um, Mora on the right. Put a midfield trio of Harry Winks, Skip, and Hoiberg. Immediately I saw that line, I was like, nah, this is a very dead lineup. There's no way this lineup will create anything. And they, truly, they didn't create anything through that first half. I said, okay, I expect him to make changes because the first half was dull. Luckily, Crystal Palace didn't score in that first half. I said, he should make changes now because this team is not doing enough. Good look at the bench. Bring on an attacking player and remove Dele Ali at least. You know, let something be different in that front line. What did he do? He left that team on for the other first. He played that, left that team on. The first half ended. Second half started the same thing. He left that team. I was like, oh God, who is this guy? This, this, after that first half and the fact that he did not make any sub, I was like, nah. This guy should be gone. They should sack him now. I didn't even want that. Home. In fact, the whole of the game ended. I was like, nah, this guy should be gone. No, no, out. I'm not even. And I hardly call for managers to be sacked so early. Okay. I said, nah, no, no, out. Get him out. Get him out now. He's not really good enough for the job. Even if even if you give him better players, he will not. Be, he doesn't know how to make good decisions with them. He will not be able to make better decisions with them. Get him out now. And what happened? First half, second half goes on, and then Crystal Palace finally score. No, Crystal Palace score. Still didn't make any changes. It took Tangana to get a red card before he made a change and brought in Ben Davis. No, sorry, it was Neil Neil. I think it was Neil at the time. Focus up that scored. I think I remember. I think who scored the penalty. I know Ben Davis gave away. Yes, Ben Davis gave away penalty. Yes, it was Ben Davis that came. It was Neil Neil when Ben Davis came on. So it took Tangana to get a red card before he finally got. He was finally forced to sub. And this guy watched the whole of the first half. You were on the field. First half, playing long ball. Kane wasn't getting service. Nothing was happening. You still didn't make any changes. Got a red card. Finally made changes. Consider the goal. You still make, you should not make any changes still. Consider two goals. Before you made, before you made your change and brought in players in the last 10, 15 minutes. Last, what's the last 10, 15 minutes? What's the last 10 minutes of last 5 minutes that you brought them on? So do what? I think Magician, the same thing against Chelsea. First half was okay. Second half comes on. You didn't make changes. The game was clearly going poorly. It was clearly the performance had dropped. Made changes. You didn't make changes. Maybe you didn't make changes. Then you brought on Brian Hill probably towards the end because because this obsession to play daily at least is what I don't understand. You brought on Brian Hill, Brian Hill eventually, and then um, it was already too late. It was already too late. That one played well. It clearly showed why he should have been brought on against uh, uh, Arsenal too. Playing daily at least again, same obsession of playing daily at least. Didn't play well. Still left that game on. Arsenal had gone 3-0 up before he started making changes and when he made changes to make the right change, the game was almost over. I'm like, see, 
if somebody who if somebody who learns from his mistake eh, he would see a, a pattern in a previous game and use that in the next game to refer the fact that he would make this a mistake in this previous game he'll go against the next game and make the same exact mistake now you drop daily early you drop the other guys you bring on you play the right guys against villa they score you won you, against crystal against newcastle you win against newcastle this guy did not make any change single substitution i'm like why three one up surely you can look at the bench and bring on maybe somebody to come add to the goals because you have a very poor goal difference at the moment bring somebody on to come add to the goals right to come reduce the goal difference this guy didn't do that he left it you have nothing to make any single sub and the second half was so poor against newcastle the second half was very poor against newcastle they were just talking about about they were very poor some fans pointed this thing out like some fans i followed on twitter i think like cody mark and um some and then fell on also fell on 82 this guy spoke about some fans. I don't. I can't remember the others. So I think many others did. I can't remember the one. But the ones I can remember off the top of my head. They spoke about the second half and how poor the second half was. But these fans didn't. The fans were like, "Oh, enjoy the win. Stop being negative." Okay. Stop being negative. They didn't. They just ignored. And again, they carried on that second half to the game against West Ham, and they rightly lost. They deservedly lost. Keyword. I think they deserve to lose because when you make stupid decisions and you don't deserve to lose. Against West Ham, how can you go? The whole of the first half, they played poorly. You go that long, it, it took you to the 82nd minute to bring a sub, to, to substitute, to make substitution. After you had gone, it go down. And then the game ends, you bring it five minutes, it's something is where you bring on that sub. Then the game ends, and then you come tell us, oh, they played very well, that uh, you didn't see any first substitution. And what is wrong with this guy? What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Come on. Listen, the fact that I'm thinking that Ryan Mason is better than him. Tell it's it's a not see I'm not a fan of Ryan Mason. I, I I hated the fact that he was playing a lot of his friends. You used to call him Mason, right? But come on, the fact that I can't believe that I prefer Ryan Mason to Nudo, it, it tells me all I need to know. <laughs> Doesn't mean I want Mason as manager though. I don't get interested. But I I I it's it's a whole different kind of it's a very different kind. Of, it's, a, it's a special world we're living in. It's a special special kind of world sports are existing in, and that's done with Nudo. Now, let's talk about the the biggest elephant in the room, Daniel Levy. The elephant in the room is Daniel Levy, right? Because clearly, the, sorry, is the, not, is that the right phrase? Okay, let me just do one. Okay. The common factor here, there's a constant K here. Daniel Levy is a constant K here. I do jokingly call him Professor X sometimes. Or some, and yeah, there's a lot of fans, they like to call him Dr. Evil sometimes. Not literally, obviously, it's a joke, but probably the like likingness you know qualities they are both bald and you know they're smart that kind of thing so anyways when i so like i said physical qualities right so anyways then i leave is a common factor here is the biggest the biggest issue here i mentioned remember i said earlier that you know spores the problem the mess that Livy has made to fix it they have to spend big money to fix it Big money. Don't mean I don't mean they will set they will spend three hundred million pounds on one player, but how about taking out two hundred to three hundred million pounds, just putting it out and saying, this is what we're going to use for the squad to invest. Listen, you say this is three hundred million pounds, a three hundred million pound fund. Sell as many as you can, even if it's at loss, no problem. But sell, sell, do a fire sale. Doesn't matter. Even if you sell somebody, even if you sell daily Ali below the the offer that you below the amount that you think is worth, sell these players, sell them at probably at a giveaway rate, whatever. Sell them and ship them out. Whatever money you generate from that, add to this 
200 250 million pound add to this amount of money whatever you generate from that add to this amount of money but whether you generate or not just make sure that this you just you go out there and get targets get players that are important to your squad that would make you think see the mess living made is this this is what happens when people who do not know anything about if you don't know something about a particular kind of if you don't know anything about a particular kind of um, a particular, a particular thing if you don't really know it if you don't know how it works take a back seat and don't do anything about it because you doing something will ruin it okay you doing something will ruin it so it's best you don't do anything at all and just fold your hands and let somebody else let people who know the job let the professionals do the job imagine I hired a plumber right to come fix my pipes to come fix my um um, um the pipes in, in my kitchen or something right and then the guy comes in and does an awful job or I go to the bar plumber to cut my hair for example to come fix um can give me a haircut right come give me a haircut in the house in my in my house right and this barber comes in cuts my hair recedes my hairline i mean let's be real here <laughs> let's be real here many of you would not go back to that barber again many of you will not go back to that barbing saloon Many of you know about the problem alone, and that's facts. Because you would not want your hair, you will not call that plumber back again because your pipes are are, are, are clogged, right? They are not even worse than the one where you met the, the pipes. So now you probably have to hire another plumber to come fix these pipes again. So I, I think you're trying to say, right? Levy is known for sacking managers, but the point is he is not really good enough on his own. He's not done a good job. Let me. Look, I'm. I'm talking. Let me just go straight to the point. Well, let me just be specific. What I'm saying. Spurs, around 2016, 17, 18. That's when Spurs finished second to Chelsea in 16, 17 season. When Chelsea won the league, and where the and where this this fan base talk about that 16, 17 season, Chelsea that even won the league. That season, they don't even talk about it like that, like Spurs do, because Chelsea are onto the next one. They're probably likely gonna win the league this season, so they don't really care. They've won other trophies since that time. So they're, they're probably even too busy talking about other trophies that they've won than even worrying about the one they won in this season. But sports fans hold on to that thing like it's, it's something, like they won anything. See, so yeah. Sports, in that season, when they finished second, sports went to build it. Sports would have said, wait, wait. And being in the stadium, it was a loan they even used to be. I don't think even I don't think they even put spend their money. I've already checked more about this, but I've seen some reports that it's supposed really and because now it's probably a loan and it's financing itself, right? So I said, wait, can we pause the building projects and put some money into this club and sign players to go one step more? Tell Kyle Walker, you're not going anywhere, Walker. We want to win the league next season. We finish second this season. Walker, we want to win the league next season. Stay with us. Once another striker. We want to sign, want to sign on, that, on that right fullback. Okay, we had Walker, Kyle, uh, sorry, three players. Okay, one sign on that centre back, one sign on that DM, one sign on that striker, one to sign on that on that wing attacking midfielder, on that winger. We want to get some more players in. Walker, stay put. We want to win the league next season. You think Walker will go? Walker would have stayed and said, okay, fine, I believe I'm not going to Man City. I want to stay put. I want the league this season with Spurs. But Walker left because he didn't see anything. He didn't see Spurs wanting to to make take the next step. He saw Manchester history. And Manchester finished below Spurs. Don't but mind you, the previous season they finished below Spurs. He didn't see Manchester Spurs uh, as a team who would want to do it. Who, who really want to do it? So he he did what was best for his career, and I don't and I don't blame him for that. He did what was best. Most of them would do the same thing. 
that summer ends. Now you you push Trippie as a first and you bring in um, this surgery, bringing surgery as a replacement who has a history of bus stops, who has a history of I think he, he was prison. I think he fought with his manager before. Um, yeah, I think he has saved J time before J time for, and he had issues with um. So so yeah, he has controversies around him. So you bring that kind of fullback into your squad. What do you, what do you think was going to happen? And then you know, then he ended up becoming a disaster as a signing. It ends up becoming a very poor and a disastrous signing to your club. And now you, excuse me, Walker ends up going to be a success somewhere else. And the funny thing was that the release clause of Pereira. You refuse to pay it. Leicester pay Pereira. Pereira is now even a very good sign. It's a very, very good sign for Leicester. He has been a success as he joined Leicester. Winning um, Community Shield and the FA Cup since he joined Leicester. Pereira. So, you know, the proof is an important. Exactly. So, I mean, sports are making consistently bad decisions. And don't get me started on 2018. Sports should have made signings. But now, when sports was at the top, when sports were really good at that time, so the time for them to gradually add to the squad, add to the squad, to add to the squad and fix the squad and fix the squad, right? So you need a striker, bring the striker, winger, bring the winger, you know, add to the squad, right? But check this out. Excuse me. Check this out. The damage because because sports refused to do these things while they were on the top. The players became a bit more complacent, and the average the players who were became average. When, especially when you start you start adding lower quality to your squad, that's how you reduce the quality in your squad. So when you make somebody like Harry Winks feel comfortable in your squad, that's how you know that you know it's not really a good sign. That's how you know your squad is 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 is, is dying gradually. The fact that the remember when Harry Winks got injured and fans were like, oh, we want him to come back. I'm like, wait. I suppose so. This is why we lost because we lost. We missed Harry Winks. Okay, why not send the player instead to play if Harry Winks is not available? Oh, we don't want to block his his parts. Who cares? It's a football club. It's not. It's not a charity. It's not a. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not an academy. It's not. It's not Andela. It's not test. It's not Andela. So I don't understand how it makes any sense. So Andela is Andela is a recruitment company. And if you don't know Andela, Andela is a recruitment um, a company like that. So you go there and you get trained on some tech skills, and then they, they help you. You get job. You get jobs. So there's some companies that do that. They train. They train. Um, persons who have no tech skills, they train them, then they get jobs in tech companies, and when they eventually go, I think you start paying back something like that. So that's how it's like. So that's what, what I've done. That's what I mean. That's a reference to and, and tell us that kind of company. So sports are not sports are not that, that, that kind of so that it's a football club. You're there to win trophies. Except that's as which is very likely the case. They have then they are not really a club that wants to win trophies. They've told us what they want to do that they don't want to win trophies. Because I don't know how it makes any sense. For sports to still do this rubbish that we're currently seeing right now, Levy not signing, just Levy not pushing to sign, and even Paul Mitchell being frustrated and having to leave, leave, leave out of frustration because his targets are not being met. Let's not get me started on the signing sports missed out on that are currently successful. Vinaldo, Mane, Sa- um, Sterling, so not Sterling, sorry, um, Grealish. Um, Tillemans, although Tillemans was more Pochettino's fault though, but then again, that's not really. I mean, so, signings that sports missed out on because of their stubbornness, and these signings are successes elsewhere that is in other places that are not sports. So, imagine sports made all these signings at the time. Imagine sports signed Grealish when they are, they are at that top. Imagine sports signed Grealish, imagine sports signed Tillemans, imagine sports signed Pereira, imagine sports signed them. Um, they kept Walker, imagine even if they lost Walker and they brought Pereira instead, you know. 
the point is Spurs not making decisions at the right time because they probably thought you know they are good enough for enough and probably because he was getting top for so easily and he thought oh finally i've gotten all i wanted and this is another thing eh, about people who don't know what they are doing if they are very dangerous because when they don't know what they are doing their ignorance can do a lot more damage they can especially when they, they are the ones with with the power it's come you know, this is probably what you see with a lot of african politicians and african leaders too they are ignorant and when people who know are telling them this is the right thing to do and they, because they have the power they refuse to do it and then the whole thing backfires and it caves and everything falls on everything explodes in their face and so okay i think i should have i should have i should have listened but if you take them back in time the same thing will happen they will never see they will still never listen and i've seen this happen but leave we leave you over and over again he has refused to listen even when it is clearly obvious that you should do it better in that sports need signings anyways i've wasted too much time on this but let me talk about another point about in that same point sorry in that let me talk about something let me no something okay let me continue. There's something I want to say too. Spurs, right now, I said this in one of my previous episodes. Spurs need signings, and they don't need the, the sign. The style of recruitment that they want to start doing now is what they should have done when they were on the up. What do I mean when they're on top? Someone like trying to sign, like selling Lamela now and bringing in Brian Hill. This only should have done probably 17 season. Start 2016, 17 season, right? This is ended. That's something they should have done because why? Lamella was clearly almost unavailable whenever you needed him. So you let him go, bring in another signing, a player that will be available when you need them. That's what you should have done. Not hoping for Lamella to, to be fit. And now, so somebody like, I'm not saying you should assign Brian Hill then. I'm saying that this kind of recruitment, like letting Lamella go, bringing another player who will be always be available, would have been good. But they, now they think they are smart and the whole thing has fallen in their face, falling apart. Or, let's, let's do this further. Let's go further. Signing somebody like uh, Reggion, for example, is what should have happened when Rose was playing, when Rose was still at the peak of his powers, right? I'm not saying you sign Reggion exactly, but you get what I'm saying. Somebody of that ilk, right? You would let Davis go and bring in somebody like that. Or that centre-back too. Trying to bring in somebody like Romero. It's something that should have happened. Although they tried it with Sanchez, didn't work out. But still, you go out and sign it again. It doesn't, because it's normal. It's, they're close that it doesn't work out. They, they agree it doesn't work out. They cut their losses. Sanchez hasn't worked out. Why is Sanchez still here? You know, you cut your losses and you move on. Like I said, the solution to sports problem is this. The squad is bad now. Just accept it is bad. Take out what you can take out from it. Maybe two or three players. What players you take out? You probably take out maybe you take maybe Romero. Because Romero looks like he's good. Maybe take out... I, I, I won't... I know this sounds controversial, right? But I won't take out Loris. I'll probably even shake, my, shake hands and say, okay, it's time to go. Because the thing with Loris is, Loris is good, yes. He pulls off a lot of good saves. But the problem with Loris is sometimes the, the kind of goals he concedes, they're the most unlikely goals. So he has that weakness, right? I'm talking about if you want to be a challenge, you probably want to challenge. Although you might keep Loris though, but you know, but bringing somebody better. There's somebody, I don't know who's better though, but my point is, it's just a definition of Loris. But my point is, you, you want to challenge, you want to be at a level. You have to ensure that you do not, the players you are bringing in, you have to ensure that they are better than what you, are, you have. For example, look at Chelsea, Mendy. If if Spurs were the ones who signed Kepa, they would have still been hoping that Kepa come, come good eventually. They'll be hoping. They would have still been hoping that Kepa will come good till this very day. That is facts. Because a lot of sports fans, they have this belief. You know, there's a player in there somewhere. You need to remind you to get it out. Who cares? If you don't bring if you don't bring out your, your, your qualities, you'll be binned immediately. Okay, it's up to you. you just have to put it on the manager. Someone like Bergwijn should have been sold already. Should have been sold even this past summer. Should have been put on the market to be sold. 
first season, they didn't play well. Second season, they didn't play well. Bye-bye. Off you go. It's not, it's not even about it's not even about coming and saying, oh, he's going to come good one day. Fine. It's good he comes good. Memphis Depay, for example, right? Didn't work out at Old Trafford. He had to leave. Go and work out in Lyon. Now he's at Barcelona. It happens. He doesn't have to work out in your club. If Bergwijn doesn't, he doesn't work out with Bergwijn at sports, right? Bergwijn shakes hands and says, okay, let me work out here. Shake his hands. Go to another club. And Bruce revitalizes his career again. He comes good. He can get his bottom line. Nobody will, everybody will shake their hands. It's, it's football. You move on. It doesn't work out. You can't work out at your club at all times. Especially at your club that has a very awful recruitment like sports. Exactly. But then again, I've said all I need to say about sports. Okay, I'm tired of talking at this point. I'll say it again. Sports need to put their, do whatever they've not done before. Do what they've not done before. Go out and blow the market. That's the solution to this problem. If not, listen, listen, sports fans. I know this is your fear, but let me even, let me just let me let me say it so it will be in your ear. So that maybe maybe some of you do not really want to think about this, but let me just tell you these harsh realities of things. If you do not go in and spend immediately and do the right thing that needs to be done, this is what will happen or could potentially happen. Remember those years when you were telling us that sports should not do elites? This was Levy fans, the people who defended Levy blindly. Even even when they ignore all the facts, listen to me, sports fans. If you do not Levy fans, not sports fans, because sports fans, there are sports fans like myself, many of us who do not really support Levy, who want Levy out, who want a better ownership, and there are a lot of fans who, who, who think he's doing a good job. I'm talking to those ones who think he's doing a good job. Listen, if you do not get rid of Levy, if you do not get, if sports, if you do not do the right thing, listen. You spent all those years telling us that sports should not spend money because you don't want to do elites. You want to do it the right way, the right way in quotes. Even though that's garbage, because the right way is spending money. Because it's common sense. If you if you buy the best perfume in the market, you would you know people who know people who are perfume connoisseurs will always know. Okay, this is a very good perfume. People would know. You know at what point if you spend on quality, you get better. If you buy a good a new car with good mileage and other you probably have less issues than the guy who with mechanic. You probably have less visits to the mechanic workshop than the guy who buys an, a second hand car. That's probably even better than yours. That's probably even a hacker, but it's, it's been used before. You know, you will struggle. So the the the, the, the thing is, you probably will never be cover certain distances because of it has been used before. You probably have it for beauty, but you know, it's, in actual function, functionality, you probably not even enjoy the car. This, this is what I'm saying with sports, right? It's called, it's not with in football. So it's not my. You buy the best. You know, you you be. It's common sense. If you buy the best food, you know, the access to the best foods not in price though but you access to the best foods you know vegetables you eat right you have you have a good you you you, you have you're very healthy so this is sport if you do not spend money on the right players you, know, you spend money rightly and spend money properly on the best available for your whatever you want to do you will struggle this is the thing if i take a, if i take a, a fabric to savio tailors for me to make me a suit if i take an inferior fabric they would make me a suit yes they have they have a good expertise in how they make suits, right? But because of the fabric, it will look it won't look good. It won't look as good as it should. You know, it won't look as it as as good as the ones you see on on Beckham. Okay, it will look, probably look as horrible as the ones you see on Josh Too Funny. Check out Josh Too Funny suits on IG. You probably get you get the reference. <laughs> what I'm saying. Although Tyra really makes suits for Josh Too Funny though. That's what I'm saying. If you, all of you that have been telling us all these years that listen, oh, suppose you don't do a lead, don't spend money. Why you're not supposed to do a lead? It is coming, but this is the problem. You would you end up doing a lead without spending the money. <laughs> you at this rate, you get relegated at this rate. I don't even know who sports can beat now. Any team I see that can play really good, I'm like, oh, I'm afraid to. Because why? I don't even know who sports can beat them. 
I'm afraid of everybody for for sports. I'm afraid of Brentford for sports. I'm afraid of Brentford for sports. You never notice them. I'm twenty pigeon now. I'm afraid for sports. If they play Brentford, if I play Brentford, I'm afraid <laughs> for them. And now you send us. You have to radio because hey, the relegation you were thinking about it's a gradual process. It doesn't happen. Big clubs don't fall overnight. Nottingham Forest did not fall overnight. Right, Villa didn't fall over ninth before Villa. They are looking at the corner, but they didn't fall over ninth. If anyone in the nineties when they were really good, nineties slash eighties, eighties slash nineties when they were really good, these clubs did not fall over ninth. They fell eventually, but it was because of negligence from the ownership. Even Blackburn didn't fall over ninth. You know, eventually when you are, when you ship out all your players, when you do not do the right thing at the right time, you will suffer in the long run. This is what we are seeing. If now the, the, the reducing the downgrading quality at sports is what we are seeing. Sports have to put their finger out and spend money. I say it again. I say before I say it again. Put your finger out and spend money. This is your recruitment approach of signing a young player and bringing them in. It will not work because the squad is so demoralized now. Paratici, you have to revisit your strategy. Levy, you have to put your finger out and agree. Set money aside to fix this club. If you want to get back to the top, I think probably Pochettino even made him believe that. Pochettino, I sort of blame Pochettino for this though. Not in a bad way, but like Pochettino really made him believe that. You know, oh, the, the, if you have some young players who can run around, who can do this, they because you know, did, did magic, right? With a little, little net spend, he was able to perform magic. So, Levy probably thinks that, oh, it's possible again. Lightning doesn't strike twice, twi- lightning doesn't strike twice. If lightning struck twice, we'd have had another, we'd have had another class of 92. The Busby babes in 1953, 1950s, something, 50, in the 50s. The ones who suffered the Munich air disaster, the one where you see there was Charlton inside, um, Bobby Charlton. I think Charlton survived that one though. But anyway, that the Busby babes, you see, that that was that happened. I think they were said they were academic players. I don't really know much about this, but the history around is like those guys were academic guys. I think they came through that kind of thing, right? But look at how many years it took for Class of '92 to emerge. In the Class of '92 are not even much. The ones who ended up becoming really, really good eventually, like who stayed at that level. Right, probably Gary Neville um, and Beckham. Gary Neville, Beckham, and Giggs. Right, the rest, Nicky Bot, Phil Neville. They had to go elsewhere. Phil Neville ended up at Everton. Nicky Bot ended up at Newcastle. So, you know, it's common sense that these kind of things don't 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 happen. They don't happen often. So that thing that sports had doesn't happen often often. So you have to go out and spend and recruit properly. For you can get good for you to do well. I don't know. This is what Levy thinks. That's why I said people who don't know what they are doing in certain things. When 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 it comes to certain kind of stuff, people who don't really know much about it, they are very dangerous because especially when they have the power, and that's what we're seeing as sports. Sports fans, get your finger, put your finger out, like get put more pressure on Levy, put more pressure on them because you know as it stands, it's what we're seeing. This is reality we're seeing. What's continuing? I have too much time on this. Let's go on that. Let's talk about Chelsea. Chelsea put seven past Norwich City, and then um, it's quite interesting because um, they play without Lukaku, they play without Havertz, they play without um, the third player, I think Werner. So this is interesting because Chelsea now they scored a lot of goals already this season. But check this out. This is this not is this not this this is why I'm for me yeah, this is why I, I still put them as my favorite for the league title like because. I know, yes, Lukaku, they struggle with Lukaku, they struggle with these guys, but they were still winning matches with these guys, even when these guys are playing. But they played better even without these guys. Although it's Norwich City, Norwich City is literally the worst team in the league, right, at the moment. But, it's, it's scary. 
and let's not and Mendy, Mendy doing well again at the sticks. And this is why clubs like Chelsea and um, and uh, Man United, Chelsea and sorry, Man, sorry, and Liverpool, right? I said me with this is my first episodes. I used to think Liverpool were not going to win the league, but uh, I think I probably believe in Liverpool now even more because Liverpool haven't changed my opinion. But I think it's more more of like between Liverpool and. It's gonna be more between Liverpool and Chelsea than Chelsea and Man City. It's like what it's looking like now. Although January is a very key month because of Nations Cup. So Chelsea will lose Mendy and Liverpool will lose Salah and Mane. Two of their I think Nabicator too. Nabicator. So these are this these are the key players of these respective squads. But will they be able to maintain the run? Because probably Afcon is like max a month. So if those if their respective countries get knocked out early. They might return back on time, but they play for Senegal, the Senegal and um, Egypt, right? These are two teams that will Senegal, Egypt, and Guinea. Uh, Guinea, Guinea, is it Guinea? Equatorial Guinea? Is it Guinea beside Equatorial Guinea? Like, which of the Guinea? I don't know. There's no Guinea beside Equatorial Guinea, right? That's who um, this guy is from. So it's very likely that oh, Guinea are likely they want to go out on time. So Nikita might come back early. Depends, but we don't know. So let's assume assume they go. So let's say roughly the whole month. Or almost the whole month, so they'll miss these guys out. So Monsty might, but it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting January. I want to see how this thing develops. But Chelsea and Man City, sorry, Chelsea and Liverpool look like they they look more serious like than everybody else. I'm not saying that they are Liverpool Monsty are not serious, but when I say serious, you get what I mean by serious. They are really, 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 um, they're really doing well so far, and they've shown that they want to do and but Chelsea are top, I think Chelsea are my favourites, because even if they miss out, probably lose um, only Mendy, Kepa can hold the fourth, their defence is good enough to hold the fourth, see Mendy returns, and um, Liverpool lose Salah and Mane, right, so probably, and most importantly Salah, so I don't know, lose, and Chelsea are currently top, I think Chelsea are still ahead, I think they are ahead, I've not checked the table again, I'll check it again, but that's what I'm saying. Another thing again, Chelsea. I'm seeing reports that um, Rudy guy is in talks with other clubs, right? Because he wants to get a new contract with Chelsea and Chelsea give him a new contract. Chelsea, are you mad? Give him a new contract now. It's like Liverpool with this, what they are doing with Salah. What about you give him a new contract now? Because hey, see, centre backs are very hard to come by. It's right left, left, left-sided ones. Good left-sided centre backs are not, are not good to come by. Yes, Rudy guy is good in the back three, not in back two. He's better in the back three. Okay. Then put him there, like play with your back three and continue playing because hey, really guy. I don't know because this is what Chelsea are playing. I better not play, I better do the right thing and give me a new contract. Because I'm seeing clubs joining Bayern Munich, PSG. I went to Dimazio though. Although Dimazio is um it's not very very accurate. It wasn't very accurate in the last summer though. But it's, it's kind of interesting. It's it's be interesting. Excuse me. It's interesting. It's an interesting development. Although he has been right about some things, the mass is very reliable. So even if he was wrong about some things, it doesn't mean he's gonna be right about some things. But I'm seeing that he's saying that sports and I talk with him. I'm like, nah, I think that's garbage though. I don't think it's true. I'm not saying it's garbage, but I don't think he would join sports, obviously. It's obvious, man. Well, he wants 300 grand a week. Well, I think that's probably the reason. Weight structure, maybe Chelsea are contesting that, refusing that. Maybe on that club will. But Chelsea, even if Chelsea lose him though. They might get somebody. I don't know because somebody like Rudiger who fits their system so well. I don't know if they might get that kind of person again though. But we'll see. Yeah. So um, I think I've gone around. Then Mas Arsenal put three past Aston Villa on Friday. Really good performance from Arsenal. Um, like I said, but for me it was more of Villa being so bad than Aston Villa. And uh, Arsenal were good, yes. But this is down to this is that back to the point I was making. Arsenal fans are known for jumping the gun. 
they are not for jumping the gun and thinking they are back. And this is my own, right? I'm I want to highlight the fact that Aston Villa we, we, we kind of made it easier for Arsenal. Arsenal were good though. They're very good on the day, but Arsenal Villa made it easier for them. Because look at Arsenal against Crystal Palace. That is the real Arsenal, you know, when the team comes up and do not make it easy for them. Aston Villa came up with lined up in a 3-5-2. 3-5-2 formation or 3-4-3 formation. The player and is it 3-5 or 3-5? No, 3-5-2 because it was Ings and Watkins up front. They played two wing backs and three in the middle. They played the middle of um they played John McGinn. They played um um oh I've forgotten his name man. John McGinn I'm trying to remember Douglas Louise and okay a Buendia behind um the two strikers up front. So this is what some villa did now. I'm saying a 3-5-2 formation. Like, what is this? Okay, how's it gonna work out? Okay, Arsenal played the usual four. They played two up front. I saw Obama Young drifting on the left, so it's most likely 4 to 3 1, similar to the one they use when they won the FA Cup on the day I watched that game. For me, eh, Aston Villa made it very. This is similar to the issue I have with Nuno. If something is not working, change it. Aston Villa were so bad in the first half, right? They, they barely had a sniff. I saw Watkins and Ings struggling up front. I saw Buendia struggling. So clearly they had no wing play. My targets and Mati Cash are full backs, not wing backs. Right? So I didn't really see them doing enough even going forward. I was like, change things, it's not working out. These guys were not even offering enough width. And Watkins and Ings having to come inside, they're coming to meet. No bodies, bodies of uh, maybe Ben White and uh, Gabriel sometimes probably who, who talks inside, depending on who talks inside. So Villa were very bad in that first half, very very bad, very very bad. I think you get the re- <laughs> if, you, if you watch, many of you get the reference, very bad, ha ha ha, very very bad. <laughs> but they're very bad, they're very very bad. So the first half ends. I'm like. Why is this coach not making changes? Even the first, even when Arsenal scored, and the thing is, Arsenal scored first. You didn't make changes. I don't know if it's like a an agreement around the world where all the managers say we can't make changes in first half. Why can't you make changes in first half? Why do you have to leave the awful team to keep playing? You had a plan, it didn't work out. You may have to, to change and put in a new player to come and bring a new plan. Is it that you're trying to maintain? Because they're very bad. And now they they bring on sorry, Arsenal score first, the corner. Which was coming was inevitable, and then as they considered the second goal a penalty, Lacazette, and then um, Lacazette was only one penalty. Aubameyang scores the penalty. He misses at first, then he taps in the rebound. So they score. Martinez was visibly distraught because he didn't really like. He didn't the penalty to Arsenal. Do check this out. First half is over. This coach didn't make any change. If I was a Villa fan, I'd be frustrated. He didn't make any substitution. He just left the team on. I like, burned them back on the same. So you're not serious because me, I said. I'll bring on Leon Bailey now. Change to if, if I'll change to a back four and put and spread the players, put them on the wing. Even I mean, the funny thing is that he didn't even need to even bring on another player. He probably probably have to remove one of the midfielders, right? One of the midfielders probably take off. Um, no, one of the centre back. Sorry, maybe take off. I, I even said I said that Arsenal probably target Tyrone Mings, and they did probably take off one of the centre backs. Maybe either Twanzebe. Uh, Minx, I said if you're taking off even Minx, it should probably even be Tyrone Minx, not even Twanzebe because it was Twanzebe and Konsa. I probably leave Twanzebe and Konsa, take off Tyrone Minx and put put in Leon Bailey. Put Leon Bailey on the right wing, put Buendia on the left or on the right, either of those two, but ensure that you have width because clearly they are struggling with width. I'll probably put Bailey on the left. So, and he did, but the thing is that he didn't do it, he left them on. And when he brought on Leon Bailey, took off one of the center backs and brought Leon Bailey eventually. The game changed a bit. I was like, you see, now you have a lot more wing play. 
but the, the, the damage was already done because uh, Smith-Rowe already scored the third goal, 3-0 already. By 3-0, getting back from 3-0 is almost impossible, except you are sports, who can, except you are sports, you can throw away 3-goal leads, <laughs> it's only if you are sports. But 3-goal lead normally should be a comfortable enough lead for anybody else. And then, guess what? Well, inevitable, um, Villa scored, they brought on Ramsey, one of their academy products, and that one scored three, scored maybe 3-1. But it was already too late at, the, at that time, at that time though. But I think that's that's basically for me. I don't know if the issue with my I don't know. This is probably why they want to. Hurt, I don't know if it's because they don't want to hurt the players' feelings. Oh, let them play on. The players not playing well. You take them off. You don't start hoping that they play well because they played well some years ago. My two cents though. But anyways, but that's all I have to say about the game today. Um, yeah. Well, that's all about the weekend match. Like I said, I hope all it stays. I hope all it stays. Spurs, don't worry, it's United fans. Spurs fans, Spurs will give you three points next week and only will stay as manager. Um, till I catch you again, have a nice week.